I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, that's a full-on P Tumor relocation services. A guy died in my room last night. Sucking up old cheese and mud. Four and a half is less than 20 million. Corrections from John in the back. Nick's got a mighty... Oh, Nick's got a mighty convoy. Something do the thing. Hey, I'm going to kick you in the testicles, even if you are a lady. Going to the sorting hat in the sky. Kitchen monster clog hole. Don't shoot me in the face with a vaccine. History sighs and repeats itself. We could use less giant wieners. Sorry, folks. Riot's full. Moose out front should have told you. Here, have some science with Bobby. Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Braille Cream gives your hair the look that women love. Excitingly clean, disturbingly healthy, so full of life. Welcome. No. Ah, shit. Now picture that, but everywhere. This is the morning stream. Hello, everyone, and welcome to TMS, the morning stream for Thursday, January twenty first, twenty twenty one. So we got us a, we got us a one twenty one twenty one. It's pretty good. Oh, 120, you're right. Yeah. 121, 21. 21, 21. That's a good one. Okay. Now, you're not going to get that for a, a long good one. time. Yep. Uh, I try to watch for these, but uh, you never know. <laughs> I know these are your favorites. <laughs> I do love them. This is this is a good one, though, right? Yeah, 121. Yeah. This isn't bad. So, uh, welcome. It's episode 200, or excuse me, 2055. Uh, that's the year we make contact. I don't know. What do we do then? What do we do in 2055? We. Uh, 2055. We have a famous uh, science fiction Oh, there's moment. something. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, oh, it? We just talked about this. Like some movie, some dumb futuristic movie. Um, oh, my God, where it takes place in 2025. And I just talked to somebody about this. 2025 or 2055? I'm sorry, 2055 yeah, is what I meant. Um, uh, I know it. I know it, but I can't think of it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. All right, chat room, it's your job now. Yeah, see what you can find. Um, it's your it's your job. It's your job. Because, yeah, a quick Google of 2055 sci-fi movie pulls up nothing. Yeah, there's nothing there. 
I can't yeah, except for uh, the, a sound of thunder oh a 2005 science fiction thriller film directed by peter hyams uh you got never heard of that uh, i don't know that. yeah nobody i don't know what that, that is either nobody knows that one yeah. <laughs> uh you know another good meme i saw about the bernie sitting in the chair thing what's that was uh <laughs> someone said um j-lo in her 50s and then it was a picture of j-lo uh-huh be- you know she's beautiful for her age yeah yeah and then it said me What's in my amazing? 20s and then there's a picture of bernie sitting there in the chair <laughs> so i don't oh, know what's going it. on she's got some kind of magic uh dark dark magic going on there at the uh at the lopez home yeah i you know there the at some point she's gonna have to to um she signed a contract yeah. i'm not gonna say with you know with the whom. devil the devil I wasn't going to say it, oh. but uh, at some point she will have to pay, and and, uh, and I hope she we're will. not there to oh, to yeah. watch that happen. Pay she will. Jenny from the block. Well, <laughs> Jenny from the block better be better come with your stuff. You promised the devil. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Anyway, welcome to the show. It's Scott and Brian. We got a show to do. It's Thursday, yeah. and uh, we got Wendy later. And we got a little science coming up with Bobby Frankenberger. So all that stuff's going to be great. I do want to share a couple of things. So it's been a rough couple weeks for me all right it's been a little yeah, hard around here mom had her brain surgery by the way she's doing great uh as great as you can do after you know surgery mm-hmm. and you're 82 and all that i made her laugh the other day oh uh, good that's a good sign but uh i didn't yep. tell i haven't talked about this on the show i should i should probably say when i called her things got a little strange because i think she's super high on drugs because they've given her a lot of pain meds <laughs> okay because they cut into her i mean they cut into her skull for heaven's sakes Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's, hurts. A, it's, it's a very invasive situation. Yeah. Yes. So she says to me, well, so I'm asking her questions like, how are you feeling? What's going on? The nurse is taking care of you, all this stuff, you know. I'm only on the phone with her because they won't let us in there. And I said, uh, so how are you doing? She goes, pretty good, except they moved they moved my tumor to my back, she says. And I say, oh, whoa, 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 what? They, moved, they did what now? She goes, they moved my tumor to my back. And I hear John in the background go, they didn't move her tumor to her back. She's got the drain there. And she thinks that means she's just, it's the drug. You know, so she's, she's feeling that. like a, a bump back there when she lays on it. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. she thinks she's convinced of that. And so then the conversation goes on. I made her laugh at some joke. I, I you know, she said she's eating and, and, and that she was feeling good and all this. And I said, and then I said, okay, well, that's great. Are the, are the nurses taking care of you? And she says this. A guy died in my room last night. <laughs> oh, no. And I go, I go, uh, uh, Mom, what? And I hear John in the back go, Nobody died in the room last night. She's, we don't know why she made this up. She's just saying, you know. So this is totally out of the nowhere, out of the blue thing that she has in her head about. Uh, it's funny, though. Somebody oh my dying gosh. in the room. Anyway. Um, uh, but is, she's, there, so is there some disorientation still kind of going on? A little but, bit, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it seems the doctors say that that stuff is... A combination of her brain is now no longer having that big thing pushing against it, so it's right. It's yeah. getting back to normal, and so some of this is that, but also some of it is just she's got she's high right now, <laughs> like she's literally <laughs> just high on drugs. So gotcha. that's a sure. big part of it. So anyway, my mom is doing great. Thank you everybody for your nice comments. But the week's got the week is just weird because today, in fact, right now as we speak, mm-hmm. uh, Nick is has pulled out of the driveway in his car with his dog and is driving to Minnesota. So that's today. Oh, wow. It's happening right now. So we had our very depressing goodbyes this morning and, you know, hugging him and all this and doing the stuff. Um, But boy, did I raise him right. His biggest concern. Did you take clean underwear? Do you have 
You have snacks, snacks for the road. <laughs> That's Kim's job. I don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I'm sure Kim's giving him a nice casserole to eat on the way there. Probably. Sure. Now that you say it, she's probably loading yeah. him up with food. But um, one thing I said to him <laughs> on the way out. Well, so this is how I know I raised him uh, as, as the gamer nerd that he is. Easily is number one priority about how to pack it right and make sure it doesn't move around and is all perfectly set up. And the most conversation has been around how to make sure his gaming PC is safe in the in his trunk yeah. while he travels. Well, yeah, yeah. So he's got his priority straight. That's good. Well done, uh, boy. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he's going to Red Wing, Minnesota. For those asking, and uh, he's got a job offer there, and he's super stoked, and we're excited for him. But we're, so ner- we're nervous and all that. I'm, I'm mostly nervous about the trip because. It's just, yeah, just it's it's a long drive. Is he? He's not driving out there with a roommate. This is just him and the dog. It's him, the dog, and uh, he's gonna have somebody's. Uh, so he uh, okay. So it's a long story, but it, yes, he does have a roommate. But right. the roommate's dad is driving a truck that will carry most of the stuff mm-hmm. and tow the roommate's car. Because okay. the roommate's car is not good for long distance travel. So that truck's gonna be going separately, and Nick will be going in his car with the dog and some items because his car is good for travel. And that's how they've arranged this. So that makes sense. the nice thing about okay. it is I'm not driving a truck across the country. That's the nice thing. <laughs> right. Well, I guess what I meant is this the is the roommate riding with him or is it just him and the dog in the car? Him and the dog in the car, the roommate will be in the truck with the, in the roommate's truck with dad. The, with his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all that stuff's happening. Like Cormac McCarthy like a Cormac McCarthy novel here. Yeah. Just uh or like uh, uh what's the one where he's Nick in the, the desert? dog in the road. <laughs> what's the what's the one in the desert with Johnny Depp? I hope it's not like that. Oh, uh, <laughs> the uh, right, the Hunter S. Thompson, Hunter S. Thompson uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one. I don't want that in my life. No, anyway. no, they, he's going the wrong direction to be able to see like bats and things descending from uh, the heavens. Yeah, you have to go to Vegas for that. We all know that. You have we've to been, go to Vegas. Yeah, we've been to Vegas. Uh, we know what's what up. is this? I vaguely remember something called Vegas. Is there something? Is there a place? Man, lost I, something called I th- Vegas? I think of you all the time when I think of Vegas because I think. When you set foot back into your holy city, yeah, it will be this moment of just glory, man. You'll be like the Pope walking I, into the Vatican. I know. Like- I'm. They're going to be. Uh, listen, here's here's what I'm expecting. Uh, I'm going to st- I'm going to set foot on the strip, get out to like the street <laughs> that the street area usually right by the MGM Grand, right across the street yeah. from New York, New York. The usual place. I come out, and I'm going to hear angels singing mm-hmm. and i have to give them each five bucks because somehow they ended up in one of my selfies yep uh and they, they require that or they send somebody out there uh, this i'll is hear an you... elmo singing i'll hear a guy dressed up yeah. as zach galifianakis with a uh with a baby on his chest this is what you'll actually awesome. hear by the way yeah <laughs> people flipping yeah cars. i'm sure yeah that's how that how works. does that all change in the uh in the era of covid like i don't know still handing out cards but they'll probably have masks on they'll still have that hilarious uh, orgasm clinic uh, <laughs> misspelling on their T-shirt. Yep, where they didn't couldn't couldn't spell orgasm correctly. Yep. I'm sure that that's correct. And that people... do the girls direct to your room? Are they wearing a face shield? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it sure takes the takes the mood out, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Uh, yes, right, chat just room. Just imagine what I look like under my hazmat suit. I'm really hot. <laughs> I'm so hot and under here. Uh, this right here. Yes, I was flicking a Mad Max card. Yes, that's right. That's how I do things. Here. What is what's a, a Mad Max card? What is that? Well, there was this cool like I don't even know what material this is. It's almost like not plastic, but some kind of I don't know urethane something. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. uh, it came with the original Blu-ray version of the thing, so I oh, kept it. Okay, it's just this cool like. Oh, that's cool. Is it so? Is it kind of transparent? So, like, if you put bit. that a light behind it, then yeah, that's you cool. Can't see it very well, but yeah. If you put a, actually, that's a great idea. I should do like a little mount with a light behind it. All right, Brian has ideas. I have ideas. Anyway, uh, so okay, a couple other things to make things worse. Uh, so we got my mom under surgery. Nick moving. <laughs> this is uh, what I have, by the way, Scott, at my in my desk. Oh, look at you. Three easy steps. Yeah. Digital. Go download yeah. that. Well, you should get yeah. that. I've already downloaded it, people. You oh. can see that code. Good luck. You're not going to get it because I've already got it. Oh, I'll just say it's but, already redeemed. Take funny. that. This also came with the Blu-ray. So, it's, oh. so I was like, oh, I've got that. I've That's weird. That. Like, That's a little weird that we both had those handy. Yeah, um, but right also it speaks to the it speaks to the grandeur that is Mad Max Fury Road. Anyway. Uh, it does. Okay, I'm sorry. Please continue. Oh, you're fi- you're please. fine. So on top of those two other hard things, brain surgery for my mom, boy leaving mm-hmm. the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, last night at about, I don't know, 6 o'clock, the sink makes this weird noise. <laughs> kind of a weird sound. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, oh, what's that about? So Kim's like, I don't know, but I'm going to snake it. I said, okay, go ahead and snake it. So she snaked it. <laughs> She took a snake and went into the pipes, into the kitchen, did this whole thing, seemed to clear it, but then I heard a weirder sound. I thought, "Mm, I'm going to go downstairs, make sure everything's okay in the drain area thing uh, where the water all goes from the kitchen. So I went downstairs, and sure enough, uh, what had happened is whatever blockage she hit, which was some big, greasy, freaking kitchen bomb monster clog hole, butthole thing. (laughs) Something that... Went down the drain, got stuck, and just kind of grew. Yeah, it did. It grew. It got like uh, oily, foodie things all over it, and it and eventually yeah. now it's. So I come down here, and the little vent is just spewed. It's not. I won't call this major flooding, or else we wouldn't be doing a show right now. But we sure. had some minor flooding last night. Some yeah. minor stinky, oh, wow. okay, stinky flooding. So what we probably have like, to do is get a plumber in here today and get that yeah. fixed because no one can use the kitchen right now and. Because uh, it's the only that's the only thing we're having trouble with. All other faucets, toilets, sinks, everything in the house, no problem. They all go to different out outlets, whatever. If there are any plumbing experts in our in our world listening to the show, if you want to send me some advice, that'd be great. <laughs> but I was down there last night with a freaking wet vac, sucking up freaking old cheese and mud, and uh, it sucked. It really sucked. So the boy in the middle of moving, all his stuff's here, getting staged to get in cars in the truck tomorrow or today. All this yeah. stuff going on, and then we get a little bit of flooding. It's going great. 2021 is great. <laughs> what a year. What a year. So far, well done, 2020. Nice. Yeah, nice job. Carried over into this new year. Aww. Anyway, so there's that, Brian. I also, but I do have one bit of good news. Yesterday. A light? A light among the darkness? Yes, a light among the darkness. Van was here. He's uh, two years old this month. He turns two years old at the end of the month on the 30th. And uh, so that's not very far. It's like 10 days. Less than 10 days. Oh, nine days yeah. away. He uh, he was over last night, and that was a saving grace because he's a great kid, and we love being around him. And he started talking, and uh, we're trying to get him to do, uh, and have been for months, trying to get him to do the nicknames we want for me and Kim. So <laughs> at one point, she was going to be Gizmo. I was going to be oh yeah, all the right. you know these stupid names. Here's yeah. what we settled on: Nana for Kim, Pops for me. Pops, yeah, nice. that's cool, like that. right? That's, that's way good. better than like Pop Pop or uh, yeah. 
or Grant yeah, or no, any of that Pops. Crap. Yeah, Pops. You're, is you're cool. definitely a Pops. Yeah. Uh, Pops Johnson. I feel like Pops <laughs> is pretty good. They tried to get yeah. Poopa, but I'm like, forget it. I don't want it. <laughs> Poopa. So, so last night I asked him to try to say it, and this is what I got. I have audio. Check this out. Okay. Can you say Pops? Pops. That's a full on P. Yeah. And of course, all I could yell was, what did I say? That's a full on P. That's a full on P. That's a full on P. Because up till now, <laughs> up till now, he was saying tops or ops or other things. He couldn't quite oh, get it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But he got a he got a P in this one. Here it is. Pops. Uh, it's still sort of tops. But you have to see his lips. He goes, pop, pops. And he smiled. <laughs> and it was great. So oh, that made my day. Great. That made my day. And then, Brian, one final thing. You're going to have yeah. to explain this to me because you're a music wizard. Sure. Why can't I stop listening to this song? That's all I can play oh, legally here on the show. I just can't um, stop. I don't know. It. You know what? It's there's a. It's, I hate to say it. It's from a simpler time, right? I mean, <laughs> maybe that's it. I don't even like Hole maybe. very much. Hole, Courtney Hole and her band Hole. You know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's just as much her real name as Courtney Love, so might as well. Whatever. Yeah. Most of her songs were, or most of their songs, featured her going. Eh, she does this a lot. Yeah. Well, that song even at some point features her going eh. a little bit, but not nearly as yeah. bad as some of the other ones. Yeah, so not as bad as like um, oh, what's the uh the the beauty queen? Oh steel? right, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's the, the, eat my face. No, no, no. what's she saying? She says oh, whatever. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it's just yes. like a lot of very. Blair. And it's fine and whatever. And they have their place in music history and they're great and whatever. But for whatever reason, that song still still really pops. Slaps, as the kids say. The song slaps. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. holds up. 98 is when it came out. Uh, Celebrity Skin is a song. And I listened to it, I don't know, 15 times yesterday. Wow. What is that about? You explain to me yeah, why I'm know. doing that. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've done that where it's like, oh, I love this song. And I just like, I'll play it again a second time or maybe even a third time. That's really usually it. Um, Keen's Everybody's Changing is like that for me. Mm. Uh, Gin Soaked Boy by Divine Comedy is one that I can I can just put on repeat for 15 minutes and be happy with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, There aren't a lot of songs you can do that with, though. Like, they'll... You'll you'll soon wish you don't yeah. you don't want to hear it in, anymore if you do too. No, exactly. And there's one of the one of the people I get uh, one of the labels that I get music from for this show. Yeah. Um, has it set up so that if, if you're listening to the song, if it gets to the end, uh, it'll automatically holics. That's what it is. It'll automatically play that song again from the beginning. Uh-huh. So I'll be you know I'll put it on, but I'll be also working on some other things to get ready for this show or to get ready for freelance or whatever. Yeah, and I'll forget to turn that off. And before I know it, I've listened to the song a couple times through, and I'm like singing along with. It. I'm like, oh yeah, I really like this song. Probably because I've heard it five times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something to that. But uh, yeah, whatever. So, every every minute, I was just going. <laughs> did you check with the YouTube and they said that's as much as you can play, Scott? I right just there. Ass- I assume so. I mean, who knows? I may get in trouble. It's a total of three seconds, so we'll see. Yeah, how it goes. Yeah, Courtney Hole's lawyer will be in touch with me shortly. There was some some deal that uh, 
the administration change there was an effect that it would have on on music licensing and streaming rights oh but they there, tried to include uh, it in the in the uh, support well there bill. was the thing yeah i mean there was the there was the um the pork uh whatever they call that pork Pork belly, oh, no, pork, yeah, pork, pork belly, right? Yeah, that just didn't sound right. It was making me hungry. <laughs> but they had some of that in the in in that document. But then there was also something that's been on the table for for the entirety of the administration that Trump never signed or did anything about. So there's basically no change to BMI BMI and ASCAP. And I haven't uh, haven't done the research to find out what that non change was and if it would have benefited. Uh, me and podcasting at all. I don't think it went through. They got they'll go. It was going to be more stringent because the concept was um, I can't remember who put it forward, but they they were like, if you use any, oh, what was, so you it basically was a, it would make it a federal crime if you streamed mm. a video game that ha- happened to have a song in it that was licensed for a the licensed game song. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's true of everything. Like I could play Blizzard's yeah. been very open with like, hey, you can play WoW music anywhere. We don't care. Go for it. Sure. sure. So. This law, though, would make it so other parties could just be constantly litigating people for playing anything because all of it's licensed, mm-hmm. and it was bad. It was a really bad thing, and it, okay. uh, it didn't happen. So that was that was the, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was. Didn't know what the uh, that would have been horrible. What the dilio was that would have been really bad for everyone. Like it just a been. bunch of. Well, it says uh, Spartacus in the chat says it right. It was a bunch of nonsense. It was, yes, right. It was designed exactly. by idiots for idiots by idiots. Oh, Amy says, have they talked about the Muppets thing and the lack of songs? So, um, with the Muppets coming to Disney Plus, yeah, are they taking out like didn't get all the licensed rights, yeah. covers that the Muppets did with special guest star Loretta Swit? Yeah, that sort so of like, thing? so like, uh, it makes me wonder if my favorite one ever was that "Time in a Bottle." Yeah, "Time in a Bottle," the Jim Croce thing by the. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good one. And I don't know if that's, uh, if that's the case, that sucks. And that's and that's kind of what happened to WKRP when it went into um syndication and I think probably why you can't watch WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um it's why you uh, can't watch Northern Exposure anywhere. It's same really problem. same thing. Same oh yeah, cuz it was the DJ who's playing, yeah, the yeah. DJ and Like the, this oh, is so stupid. It's so stupid. I want mm-hmm. those people Look, I'm not saying I want creators not to get paid i do yeah but work it freaking work it out man you're disney work it out so that you know that you know maybe they get a reduced price for a syndicated program that is more than uh 15 years old or something Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) right but also your disney your disney you can afford to do what you need to do to shake that loose on the muppet things you can do it pay it up pay up just pay up yeah big deal Oh, Jeannie says even worse. They're cutting the show to th- uh, the four by three to sixteen by nine, which cuts off the top and bottom of the Muppet Theater. So that big shot you get of like all the Muppets. <laughs> yep, exactly. They're- okay, but okay, hold on now. Are they gonna? Because yeah. they did this with the Simpsons, and then they gave you the option. Are they giving us the option? Black maybe? bars. Yeah, maybe maybe if uh, people complain enough, then they'll give us the option. Yeah, I'm still gonna check it out. But mm-hmm. I'm not, oh, of know. course. I mean, it's Muppets. You know, still annoyed. Yeah, I, can't, I don't want to lose that stage. You got all those little Muppets up there working. What about all those right. guys with their hands up those butts? You got to give them credit. We need that uh, magic mirror technology that uh, Tom was talking about. Wait, was it Tom or Bill that was talking about the mirror at um, at oh. one of the places, one of the Disney things that like adjusts its size? And so what we need is Bill. a TV that does that and adjusts to 
four by three and then 16 by nine and just uh, then like you don't scroll get black this bars way or, or this way yeah Why it just not? goes i mean the, that lg tv does that just in one direction but they just need to yeah. make it to go that yeah you could do that yeah yeah oh that's a cool idea that's the future How awesome would that be right that's the future right there yeah yeah why isn't that the future let's make that the <laughs> make that the future that's right Maybe we're speaking the bullshit. She's speaking right. the bullshit. Was oh, was it? Oh, yeah. See, the rollo. That's the trick. Is it? It's rollable, but you don't see it rolling. Exactly. Yes. It happens behind it, and then that yes. way the illusion that the thing is just sort of morphing is there. That's really cool. exactly. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Well, we've done all we can do there. That's all um, we can do there. I need. We need some. We need to be educated. That's Scott, right. We need uh, some. We I'm, need to gonna, broaden gonna our to, knowledge. Yeah, we need to find out what's going on with this damn vaccine and. Uh, um, I'll play this one more time while I beat some time to do it. There we go. You just, you know, you want to go listen to this after the show, everybody. You know, you want to put that song on repeat. You know, you do. You know, you do. <laughs> All right. Bobby's being added to the show now. Uh, our resident science expert and podcaster. And it begins with this. I think science is cool. So do we. That's why we have Bobby Franks on today. He mm-hmm. is uh, here all the way from beautiful South Carolina. Uh, I don't have you confused with with uh, California anymore. It's not happening. <laughs> I think Los I heard... Angeles, South Carolina. There you go, L.A. Wish they all could be California, Franks. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Bobby. How the heck are you? I'm doing great. I've been having kind of a rough week and a half. I've had this weird. I woke up one morning and my back. I could not bend over. My back. My lower back was like, like I felt twenty years older. Mm. <laughs> Because I just woke up for no reason with this intense back pain, and it won't like it keeps go- coming and going That's for no like good. a week and a half. Did you uh, did you experience a lot of pick me up, Daddy, recently? Uh, no. Okay. But I, it feels like I'm experiencing a lot of it since I got the back pain, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or yeah. certainly more noticeable. Gotcha. Yeah, you definitely notice when you're lifting your kids up more when the pain is there already. Uh, yeah. Starts to be very acute. Well, here's the thing. You're a young guy, but I know from experience that after about 28 or 29, uh, this just starts happening. <laughs> you just you just Great. start feeling thanks, it. Thanks, yeah. thanks for the encouragement. Yeah. Food doesn't taste good anymore. Yeah, and after a while, you, you run anywhere. After a while, you know, start to not even care. Like right now, my index finger on my right hand, my drawing hand of all things, hurts like crazy. It's just got some kind of weird inflammation in the in my knuckle joint. And I think I just heard it lifting some stuff while helping Nick's you know, get ready to move. T- 10, 15 years ago, I would have gone, this can't this can't stand. I must go to the doctor and have them do a thing. And now I'm just like, <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. It's just another pain. I'll deal with it. But anyway, so that's good news for you in the future of your scientific Thanks. body. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you here. We're going to talk a little bit about catching us up on this whole virus slash uh vaccine business yeah what it sounded like from yesterday um and our, our intent is not to get super political about this but it sounds like there wasn't much of a organized strategy happening at the top level when the transition happened and new people got there and went oh okay well we are kind of starting over here a little bit um hmm. Yeah. What does that actually mean? And and is that true? And what, because I know it's like our governor's like, hey, you're going to get it in May. Old people are getting it now. Like Kim's dad, who's 75 or whatever, just got it. Uh, And and we're being told that May, by May, all the, all the uh, dirty and unwashed people will get it. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. The, uh, the the generics, basically. We right. start with the geriatrics and we just move right. on to the generics. Right. Which, right. which to me sounds like about on time for what we expected, but maybe you can help us make sense of where things are at. Um, well, it did sort of feel that way, didn't it? That they kind of were planning the the uh, the incoming Biden administration was was planning for it to like they were like, okay, we're going to make some changes and we're going to do better. And then it felt like once they got there, they were like, oh man, this is worse than we thought. <laughs> I'm just going to start over. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, so it was bad. Um, under the Trump administration, the rollout of everything was was not great. Hold on. Oh, so I have to close my Castle Nathria rage strategy to open my. Oh yeah, you should, oh, yeah. you should do that. You should do that. Yeah. Um, make okay, sure, okay. Make sure you soak the blue circles and. Um... Yeah. So it turns out that we'll need a tank swap on the administration. Uh, <laughs> Once you've got twelve stacks of uh, oh, yeah, optimizing so dread, then we are, make sure you we are having them. a tank swap. That's what it happened. Kind of yesterday. is a tank swap, isn't it? Yeah, a peaceful tank swap. <laughs> Every four <laughs> stacks of of years. of uh, presidential, yeah. Uh. yeah. You don't want you have more than eight, and then they had to they had to change that rule, and then your your tank dies, yeah. and the whole t- the whole team wipes. Right, I know right. How goes. So, See, yeah. So yeah. So the the vo- the rollout of the vaccine isn't going as well as was predicted. So the they were hoping that we were going to get twenty million doses out by the end of 2020 and all that happened was about four and a half million mm-hmm. so that's a lot less mm-hmm. than was planned yeah. um there are a lot of reasons you could call for that there's not a great healthcare infrastructure for taking care of healthy people in our country in general like like and that sounds maybe that sounds weird to you but our healthcare system is built to take care of sick people right right mm-hmm. it's um, reactive it's not proactive technically right yeah. but that's not exactly an excuse because there are plenty of other places which do spend a lot of time and energy in creating an infrastructure that's good for for being proactive sure. as you put it sure, sure. um so that's one of the problems we're trying to figure out how do we how do we on a national level do vaccines like those that's normally a very local level thing yeah um and uh, and then on top of all that, hospitals were incredibly overwhelmed by the holiday surge in COVID cases, mm-hmm. and that's where the distribution of all this started. One of the big places was in in hospitals. Yeah, I would have thought so, they would have gone straight to like Target and CVS and you know like that. that those those yeah. well, yeah, they're definitely cranking up to do that. That's this next phase of of um, rollout is meant to be administered at your local pharmacy. In fact, my wife who works at CVS, they've been talking about it constantly. They're getting ready Mm -hmm. for all of that. So that's coming. It's not here yet, but Mm -hmm. another problem is the communication from the top, right? We've been talking about CDC has been talking about their recommendations of getting it out to people 65 and older and saying, Oh, it's going to come out in, in pharmacies. And as I just said, my wife can tell you, she tells me all the time, that she gets phone calls every day. When can I get the vaccine? When can I get the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. going to give me the vaccine? And she's like, slow down. <laughs> like, we don't even have it yet. <laughs> they need a, what they, do I got to do? What, how much do I got to give you? What do I got to give yeah. you? No kid? I'll give you a kid. They need like a drinkable form. Something we can just hork down. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just need, they need drones uh, dropping a fine mist of vaccine oh, on all the yeah. population. Did just- you guys have this when you, a while, like, I don't know if this is a South a thing from for the south but we had these trucks that would drive around at night in the summer and just spray like mosquito killer all oh in God. the air 
Oh, no, uh, we don't no. have that at all. That's no, but we don't have the humidity that you guys have down there. So yeah, they would drive down the street and then just and there'd be yeah, a mist. Of it sounds like your our equivalent to that is all the salt we get in the roads from oh, yeah. snow right. and, uh, snow removal. Yeah, so that's what we need right. is vaccine right. misters. Yeah, um, and then salt misters for the snow. I got this all figured. I, out. <laughs> I do know that uh, Biden is is releasing all of the like. Basically, there was a lot of holding back of vaccines. Um, I think with preparations of making sure that the second doses. Well, wasn't the deal that they yeah. did say that they did, but then it turned out we didn't have the stockpile and that was just a made up thing. Oh, or did really? I hear that wrong? Okay. It's but, all very confusing. They definitely were communicating that there were more than we had. Um, but yes, they were also holding some back um, for a couple of reasons. First one to have doses for the second dose. Yeah. But the second reason was because um, it was sort of a military strategy. You remember the 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 military was in, in charge of strategizing how this right. was going to be done. It wasn't that they were like marching down the streets handing out vaccines, but they were they were um, in charge of the logistics yeah. of mm-hmm. of the vaccine rollout. And so it's a very military strategy to have like stuff kept in reserve, yeah. just in case something happens. Yeah, so have it's a, not a bad idea. Right. Mm. Um, no. that's, that's part of what they were doing. <laughs> you know, I think just in case is happening right now. The uh, <laughs> right. we're we're kind of living the, the the scenario, the worst case scenario. So maybe. Right. <laughs> well, I'm glad they didn't decide to like you know shoot it into our faces with like an M4 rifle or something like that. <laughs> that would be bad. Sure. I don't think that would um, work. Is what I'm saying. I think it would not. It work. wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. like the makeup yeah. gun. Yeah, yeah, no. it wouldn't work. It's not well, we we'd need studies to find out if that would. Work. Yeah, we need some volunteers to take. Point blank <laughs> bullets filled with viral uh, toxin. Um, right, all right, yeah. so so from a, just from a logistics standpoint, it is what it is, and hopefully things get ramped up or whatever. But in terms of have have we been able to see any kind of uh, like what the effectiveness has been of the first wave and or anyone with second wave already? Because we would have had second wave already, or people who have gotten their follow up shots. I assume mm-hmm. there are people who have gotten both doses um people in our chat room yeah yeah, there's there's plenty of people who have gotten both doses um i think in the order of millions of people have gotten both doses and then and then more of course who have gotten at least one dose um it seems to be working fine the the early on there was a lot of talk about uh side effects and people having allergic reactions and all the data about that falls in the normal range yeah it's like flu shots well it's a little bit more than the normal range but it's a new vaccine and it's still small Mm -hmm. um and uh and and expected that's the other thing that you don't hear in the news is people are talking about oh there's a lot of allergic reactions but but all of the allergic reactions we're getting were ones that were predicted by experts because of the new technology that's being being used right right and and it's not bad um you were you were asking about uh about when like about you were saying in utah they're talking about it coming in may and stuff like that something like may Um, uh, uh, governor cox our new governor's name is cox (laughs) spencer cox he think he thinks may or he's he's promising may uh, and right now, after he hears this, he's pushing you to June. Yeah. <laughs> he might be pushing me to June after this, but but yeah, that is the current uh, lay of the land as far as we understand it here. It's not so that's not unreasonable to think. I think it's optimistic, but it's not unreasonable. It could happen, uh, but it's going to have to come. I think from there's got to be some changes. It, it's all going to depend on how the Biden administration 
changes things. Yeah. And by all accounts, they plan on making a lot of big changes. But they're going to need, first of all, there need to be national standards that <laughs> that happen. Right now, everything is basically the Trump administration said, okay, we've got the vaccines and we're just going to send them to the states and let the states handle it the way they want to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that ca- it's causing problems, especially with communication and we and and like people feeling like they understand how this is happening. Yeah, um, because everybody's doing it differently. Right. And and we need it to be a more unified thing. We need more resources. Um, we well, just- well, given that it's so spread out right now, one of the problems that I keep rolling around in my head is this doesn't mean that the two timers or even anyone who's had any level of, you know, first shot, second shot, whatever, they can't go to the mall and lick the toilet. I mean, they gotta, they gotta stay like that. We don't know. We still don't have good data on whether you can spread after you've been vaccinated. So you could still pick it up and send it, give it to somebody else, that sort of thing. We don't have any of that data yet, really not reliable data. And so Let's say we get it in May. Let's say all the states have it by May. Let's say all of that's true. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're all happy-go-lucky about you know yeah. everything. Yeah, right? there's so yeah, it's very much still an active, dangerous pandemic. Um, that's for sure. I mean, oh my gosh, um, what is it? There's about three thousand new deaths a day in the U.S. alone. That's a lot. Um, still happening. Yeah, uh, can so I can can I just say this? If there's anyone out there who still does this old line of same amount of deaths as the flu every year and you don't complain <laughs> about those if you look right. at them as circles like just number circles and you take your 400k and then you take yeah. these others like 30k 10k one year 2015 had 22k or something it's not even freaking close no like no. not even close dude so if i hear no. that one more time i'm gonna kick you in the testicles even if you're a lady <laughs> all right all right anyway sorry continue on you were you were saying no uh but even to your point even when things get fixed we have got this whole thing has got to have an impact on the way we look at these public health crises right um it has to and i think it has i'm optimistic that it has but recently the world health organization just put out a statement um talking about how and this is a little scary um they said uh that this pandemic was quote just a warm-up um and what they mean by that is there's some data that we have that we know that the frequency of pandemics Mm -hmm. is increasing Mm -hmm. Uh, just that's just something we know i mean this is this isn't even the first sars pandemic um there's right. been some before. There's like swine flu. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. So this isn't and it's happening more frequently. So we're going to get another pandemic. That is that is not a matter of if, but when. Right. And they're saying it's not probably not as far away as you would hope. Um, it's not the hundred year. And, it's not the hundred year gap that we're, we, we that we think we're getting now. Because even yeah, that's that not we're true. all that many people are pretending right. it is right. right. Um, the uh, also the other combined with the fact that they said if you look at the range of like how bad a virus could be, this one is really far on the not so bad end of that spectrum. This yeah. virus was not that bad. Yeah. Can, um, you can if you're going to look at the scale. See, that's the part I hate about this, because <clears throat> yeah. what this will come down to is preparation and taking it seriously and doing it on a global scale. Because that's the problem. We live on a global scale. Everybody's 
I, you know, someone in France is a, a seven hour flight away. It's not a big deal. I don't know why I'm picking yeah. on France, but whatever. Like, it's just <laughs> not, not approved. we're so connected now. It's not just, it's not just because, you know, somebody went to Asia and had sex with a bat. Sorry, South Park, I'm using your joke, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not simply that anymore. It's like, we just are humans and these pathogens want in and we got this warm little body for it. So come on in and we're spreading it around and it's just, you know, all that stuff's freaking. And the way that we cannot keep pretending that we can just prevent them from happening and then, uh, and then run around with our arms flailing whenever it finally gets in, we have to, we have to be realistic. We have to know this is going to happen again. It could be worse. It probably will be worse. And what, what can we learn from everything that we did wrong? I think this pandemic happened at a time when we were very ill prepared for it because of, um, budget cuts in the CDC, uh, low science, like a lot of science denial from high up, like in, in the government, um, lots of things like that. And, and then, China, something happened over there that made it so that they missed this one or didn't catch it early enough or handled it inappropriately. We don't really know why what happened over there, and we may never know. Mm. Um, but when a slip-up happened and it started to spread, we were not prepared. We we used to have people over in China monitoring this stuff, and, and the budgets for that got cut. Those people aren't there anymore. Yeah. Um, so we have to we have to trust our scientists and not fire our scientists who are in these federal positions yeah. to help protect us from this stuff. Which really shouldn't be a political statement, and it's not. But some people yeah. will see that as one, and it annoys me to no end. But yeah, could we, you know, hopefully uh, we start putting uh, science in the position it should be in and uh, take it seriously. And then when you're prepared, you're just prepared. You do a better job. You exactly. handle it. I, I have don't know seen why I'm doing some Seinfeld. News. Anyway, <laughs> I have seen some surveys. They they do these um, surveys of asking people about their like their trust in science every year. They do it, and one of the I guess silver linings. I hate to even say that because it's so bad. Um, but uh, is that um, over the course of this pandemic, with all the communication from great scientists and and public in science communicators like Fauci and and stuff like that. Um, the public trust in science has increased yeah. over the past year. Yeah, so. which is something I, that is something to hang a little hope on. I'm happy to hear for that. sure. It's because of Fauci. Man. Yeah, it's, it's all Fauci. It's all Fauci. He's it's up there Fauci. going. You got to get into the place and get your thing done. I don't know why he's Jewish. I don't know. Why <laughs> or maybe he is Jewish. I don't know. Is Sounds he Jewish? a little bit like Bernie. <laughs> yeah, it was a little Bernie-ish. Uh, all right, this is all, all good and well. We're gonna uh, sort of keep our eye on it and do more cool science stories as the weeks go on bobby it's always good to have you here remind people where they can get your cool podcast and more great science interactions uh you could my podcast my weekly science podcast we talk about news and other things in science is all around science you can get that go to allaroundscience.com or find it on stuff next week let me ask next week are you guys you guys are gonna have gidget on right yeah i yes. think so yeah yeah I think that's yeah yeah so i won't be here next week right no science um, so what I wanted to tell you is I won't be here to tell you about how we're going to be doing a really fun feature about what causes the Trump conspiracists to persist. Ooh, jeez. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> it's going to be a it's going to be a feature and maybe I'll talk a little bit about the the critical thinking aspect of it on the next time I I come on TMS, but um 
the it's going to be a, a big segment on motivated reasoning and critical thinking and stuff like that and and so um, so you're saying trust in the plan that's what you're saying i got you <laughs> uh bobby frankenberger everybody uh <laughs> thanks for being here man and stay safe we'll see you soon bye now. thank you guys bye see ya i'm telling you of all your antp people he has the most podcasty voice sorry really everyone, does. but i really i i'm a i yeah. i just that's where my vote went yeah i rocked my vote his direction certainly isn't alex <laughs> <laughs> no i mean are you kidding um all right we're gonna take a break before we do brian you better tell people what's going on with coverville today Oh, I so totally will do that. Coverville today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville, celebrating what would have been Sam Cooke's birthday, as well as the birthday of Martha Davis, who's the lead singer of the Motels. You know, she almost uh, was the singer of Take My Breath Away for Top Gun. Oh, and, no uh, way. That's weird. Yep. And, and if you hear the Motels version of that song, it sounds identical to the Berlin version because it was all Giorgio Moroder's production with just Terry Nunn's voice. So it's really not as much a Berlin song as it is a Terry Nunn and Giorgio Moroder. Anyway, uh, Coverville today, the music, Sam Cooke, especially if you've just seen One Nine Miami, you're probably thinking Sam Cooke mm. and, um, and the motels. So make sure you check that out. Very nice. All right, we're going to take a song yes. break. Uh, when we come back, my sister Wendy will be here. And boy, howdy, do we have a topic today. So stick around. Brian, what are we playing? <laughs> yes. I threw you off there, didn't I? A little bit. Uh, this is a band called The Record Summer. Um, Brett Ro- uh, Rodisil, Rodisil is uh, the man behind this band. They've got a brand new album coming out called Lay It Bare. comes out March 5th. But, of course, we want you to hear one song nice and early. This is fun, and it's going to get you in the mood for the sounds of summer anyway. It's got that that chill, uh, top-down, convertible heat vibe that's just so good here's the song white dress by the record summer
guys. Here to talk to you about our friends at Blue Chew. That's right. The sponsored episode is from Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. That's something we could all use a little more of right now, right? You know what I mean. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, guys. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship them right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness. And you don't need to leave the house. If you could benefit from where, I don't know, the confidence matters. Blue Chew is the fastest way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, blue like the color blue, chew.com slash TMS. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Someone's coming, Chewy. Who's there? It's Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker. Now I know the Force is with us. He took the f***ing mask off. The Morning Stream. Is it just me, or does the jungle make you really, really horny? back everybody we've arrived back where we belong yes where we belong uh i was gonna say something to you about a thing what was it oh oh i don't know i don't remember now it was right when you started talking about the song i went oh i'm gonna ask brian this after <laughs> we're done there and then i forgot uh record summer white dress uh coverville sam cook None of those things. Oh, the cat just knocked something over and ran out of that room. Give me one second. Okay, go make sure. This is this is breaking news, everyone. Breaking news. Uh, we take this moment to take a, a minute out of your day. Uh, Brian Ibbett, apparently on the ground. It's all good. Oh, okay. it's a, yeah. uh, so I've got one of those. This uh, I've got those window wells, right, where you've got the nice corrugated metal curves mm-hmm. with the bunch of rocks in all the windows. Sure. Um, for Christmas, Tina's parents got me an insert that goes in there that makes it look like I'm looking out over a beach. Oh. And it comes in a huge, tall cardboard tube, uh, which was leaning against the, uh, right next to the, the wall where the window well is. And the cat knocked that thing over. So what I saw hitting the ground was the cat in a gray and white blur, <laughs> hightailing it out of that room. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, cats that's what they do that's what they do that's what cats do exactly well may you'll be seeing her for another hour or two (laughs) yeah i was gonna say that'll be it for that cat for a while all right (laughs) uh we are gonna add wendy to the proceedings um make sure she's there i don't see her logged in but that doesn't mean anything and uh we got an interesting topic i believe and i you know some people are gonna think it's I don't know what they're going to think. Well, well, I'm not going to tell you what to think. You're going to think what you're going to think. (laughs) You think how you want to think. You know, (laughs) I'll think how I want to think. Brian, you think how you want to think. Sometimes we'll think alike. Sometimes we won't. Sometimes, sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. And on those those occasions where we don't think the same, 
we can find common ground anyway and still walk away friends. Right. I'm setting this up to be worse than it is. It's not really, it's not bad. I know, but you're doing it. It's a very good stall tactic while you get Wendy on the, on the line. You know so. exactly what I'm doing. Well, <laughs> I'm going to ring her again. Actually, I'm going to pause this. You were, you were showing us offline on Discord, and I thought, oh, hopefully something hadn't happened. But it looks it like everything's like fine. like rebooting or something. I don't know what's going on. Well, Sorry. Sometimes uh, when it updates, it gets things get weird. Things get real funky. It, mm-hmm. uh, get weird. But don't worry, everybody. Guess who's here? Everyone knows sister wendy with an eye she is a therapist and person who comes on here every week and helps people with real problems and we sometimes talk about bigger issues around society and mental health and other things and uh she does all this of her own free will and accord uh, which is always very nice wendy <laughs> welcome back to the show how how the heck are you i'm good yeah yesterday was a good day yesterday was a good day it felt like a pretty good day uh today's it a did. stressful day because nick's on the road heading your direction and, oh, um, good. Nervous because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big, big dif- distance. I don't know if you've seen Fargo, but he has to stop in Sioux Falls as part of his totally. plan. And there was a big thing in that show that happened in Sioux Falls. So I'm a little nervous about that, even though that was all <laughs> fake. Uh, but anyway, no, he's he's on his way and it'll be great. And I don't know, I find some comfort in this idea that you guys are only about an hour away, even though I, I, I don't know how, how often anyone will see each other, especially continuing <laughs> in COVID times. But, you know. Uh, this is nice to know just that you're over yeah. there and uh yeah i'd be my, happy to jog over and help him out if he needs anything yeah he's uh he's he's pretty he's like dad he's uh, stubborn and independent and probably will need no help at all but it's nice to know if something breaks yeah. that i have a sister somewhere we're in the around. neighborhood yeah well and if he needs you know easter dinner we're here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you never know. I was like, what's the next holiday? Uh, Valentine's? Right. That's weird. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you have know, a St. Patrick's Day dinner plan? You know? <laughs> yeah. He, he, he can't live Flag on day. Top. We will be ready. Oh, what are you yeah. doing Flag for day. the Ides of March? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it's good Cheers. to have you here. So we, we thought we would tackle something today uh, that's a little bit different, but also pretty timely, I think. Um, and that is... Uh, the, the way I put it in the in, in the notes here, which Wendy can't see, but I put it in here. Brian's read it, I guess. I love it. Um, yes. I didn't think of any other way to put it, but I basically wrote this question. When the comet doesn't or sorry, when the comet does not swing by to pick you up on its way to heaven. <laughs> and by that, I, I of hey, course. Hey, repeat that. Say that one more time. Say when the comet doesn't pick you up on its way to heaven. Mm. So if you guys know about okay. the, the Heaven's Gate thing in the 90s or much well a less voluntary one like um the jim jones thing in in uh, oh, yeah. ghana or guyana mm-hmm. wherever it was uh yeah. there is this this uh, thing with the heaven's gate people where their whole thing was to get to this level of heaven they all wanted to go to and achieve a greater sense of enlightenment and get closer to god and all this uh they had it in their heads for decades i watched this documentary recently so it's fresh in my mind but they had it in their head uh for decades that they would all uh, die together at the same time, right as the Hale Bop comet was swinging by. And then they would basically just hitch a ride if they timed their deaths just right to hop on that thing and, and go to heaven. Now, in those people's case, nobody can really say what ended up to their quote unquote spirits because that's how death works. We don't know <laughs> how it worked. But, <laughs> but generally, there's this feeling of like, Oh yeah, you you killed yourselves for nothing. Uh, well done. You you're, you're a cult, and you got weird, and you believed it till the end. And there was a couple of guys in that documentary who were supposed to be there but missed it, and they were expressing all this regret, 
It's like, oh, my one chance to get on the comet and make it there. I'll, now, I, now I don't have a, ma- a means to do the thing. So they continued to go down that road. And it feels appropriate today. Uh, I'm not, and by the way, I am not, this is not us going, hey, Trump supporters, That's we're talking right. about you. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. I'm talking no, about QAnon yeah. and all those dingleberries. And I have no problem calling you dingleberries. Y'all are got it wrong and it's weird and I don't mind ridiculing it. However... I want to talk about this idea of you got a lot of people on a boat right now where they were all sold a bill of goods for a long time, a great big multi-threaded online and offline conspiracy that a lot of people really bought into. Like I know people personally who bought into this so hard, they quit their jobs to do it full time. They were sure that quote unquote, the plan was all coming together. And yesterday was a major point of that plan, which was supposed to feature Trump and a bunch of army generals swooping in out of nowhere and arresting everybody, Biden included, and finally dropping the hammer and going into martial law. Uh, This this even included that person I was talking about emailing me and saying, hey, make sure you got plenty of water and a bug out bag and all your plans because martial law is happening tomorrow. I didn't talk about this on the show because, again, I don't want to air this kind of weirdness. Of course, yeah. Anyway, they were so sure of it. To the degree that people then saw the moment that it was supposed to happen. It didn't happen. Uh, The world went on normally. And then they all took to social media, literally crying and and, and gnashing and freaking out about why this didn't happen. And and why has God forsaken us and just completely losing it? Wendy, I guess what I'm saying is I'm worried about those people. And I'm not, I don't just mean I'm worried they're going to set stuff on fire and kill anybody. Because maybe that's true too. But I'm mostly just feel like, what do you do for people who now have been who've been strung out on what essentially was just a bunch of hooey and now mm-hmm. are left hanging there? You don't it feels like we ought to be help, helping them somehow, but I don't know how to how to do that. So there's a lot to unpack here. You tell me what direction you want to take it, but that's the premise. So <clears throat> I asked a few people about their thoughts on this. And I asked people who felt a great sense of relief yesterday when Biden was inaugurated. And uh, I mean, a few of us were just like in awe and giggling about the first press conference that was just so normal. It was boring. <laughs> it was, it was like, so great. Know, it it totally was so was. boring. I loved it. I loved it. Was it. Amazing. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was and amazing. She was awesome. She had answers for everything that didn't sound like she was pulling them out of her butt. I mean, she was great. Yeah. yeah. But also, right, even if she right? did, even if she did, what I appreciated about it is it was boring and it was boring. Mm-hmm. Like I want boring mm-hmm. stuff. That's again. all just boring. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to, you're going to ease into the questions. And there was a couple good, you know, real questions. And, but, but of course it's not like the hard hitting issue. I loved her. We've only been here seven hours. <laughs> I will get back to you on that question. Right. Just like a, adults running the show feels and, and feeling back to some of that normalcy, right. That all of us crave generally because life has not been normal for a while. Um, so, okay. So that, right. So there's, I'm talking to those people and I'm saying, okay, what do you think? How do you feel about these folks that this was all supposed to happen? They have been talking about it for all this while they've planned their lives around these events. They're really into it and it's not real. And it's interesting because I think there's a couple factions here and I want to address sort of the one 
and about grief and stuff because you take the folks who have really, really had terrible experiences these last four years directly um, at them, right? So everyone's having their family squabbles and losing friends left and right on social media and all that stuff, right? Okay, so that's and there's pain there. I'm not discounting that, but there's also people who've literally been detained or harmed or um, their their visas revoked or they're not able to travel to the country to see their family because their country is considered this or that, right? Like there's, I mean, the list goes on. Those children in cages on the southern border, right? Like there are people who have. <laughs> Really, 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 really suffered. So there's trauma, there is loss, there's been a lot of fear. There's a reason people are finally feeling relief and having, you know, it, it just was really terrifying for a lot of folks. Some There's grade, gradation of that, right? So what do you do with all of that when someone who bought into all the QAnon stuff is like, oh, I'm sad, right? You, it's really hard to just jump to compassion, Mm-hmm. when you still have your stuff to maybe process through. So that's my advice to anyone who's going, screw them. Mm-hmm. That you know, I get that. I do. But maybe stop and take a look at like, where is my actual pain? Mm-hmm. And and some of these folks, do they really need more pain? Or they would not have maybe been in this place um, or something, right? Like, can you dig into your own garbage first before you, whatever. Okay. Right. Now that said, that's we hard talk to about do, that I a guess. lot on here. Like take care of your, your own Schmidt and then, and then move, you know, then move out, but keep, yeah, you, yeah your stuff matter. You got to get your own crap worked out. Yeah. And also just like now that you feel this relief, maybe it's time because you couldn't do this before. That's really hard when, Every every minute that every new news day, you're just like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't count on any of the things I used to be able to count on. Right. So that right. is really difficult, right? And humans don't do very well with all of that. So so managing your feelings, like processing them, letting them, maybe you find the, a person to do this with and you're just like not letting that anger hang on and whatever. Now, I'm not talking about accountability, I mean, there is a, there's a whole lovely contingency of folks saying, you, you say you want unity, let's just forgive and forget and move on and unity, unity. And, you know, using <laughs> bleeding hearts against themselves is, is <laughs> kind of the tactic there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but accountability is accountability and right. the law requires what the law requires. But your personal feeling and your personal experience, right? Like you get to do something with that. Okay. So that said... Um, I'm asking these folks, you know, what do you think? And I, I, I think the one I want to jump off with was one that a friend of mine said that was just really helpful and thoughtful, which is what if we normalized change in your mind? Yeah. Like it just became, and again, I think about people as children, people as children, um, that, (laughs) you know, you make a mistake. How were you punished for mistakes? Like how was you being wrong? handled. And there's a great definition for shame. If anyone wants to write this down, it's not my new favorite thing to say, because I think it's really powerful. And that is all of us feel like we're, um, you know, maybe we think we're good people or, you know, but we all have a deep, dark side to us or a corner that's pretty dusty and dirty in there that we think is bad or, you know, we're, we're embarrassed by or ashamed by. And so shame is that, your badness has been witnessed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if someone is witnessing your badness or your fault or your, your, your mistake, 
that's incredibly shaming and, and that's, that's a difficult emotion. And I'll tell you if adults or not adults, if humans do one thing, it's this, anything to not feel shame. Yeah. They don't They'll like do it. anything. I was, I mean, I just had an experience last night with Van that is so, it's so funny. You bring this up. He's only two. All right. So we're now at that stage of don't touch that. Be nice to the cat. You know, like you're at that stage yeah. where you have, these are the lessons you're learning. And he gets kind of rough with the dog sometimes. So he'll be over with the dog and he'll pet it softly at first, but then kind of start whacking him in the head. And so Kim or Taylor or somebody go, then no, no, be soft, be soft. And he gets this look on his face of shame. Mm, and then you're like, oh, now come here. It's okay. It's no, not a problem. He doesn't cry or anything, but it's like, you know, we're, it's, it's okay to have to be soft and then we'll show him that how one. or whatever. So we've got this like baseline how to treat animals thing going on, teaching, training that's going on. But even in that case, I can see the thing you're talking about. And even at his young age, yeah, shame is excruciating. It hurts. It's I feel so like, painful. And I feel like it's more excruciating for kids than it is for adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we grow out of worrying about shame. I mean, we still don't want to have, want to feel shamed. But uh, we, Brian, do, we do start to care less, right? A little bit. You're dead wrong. <laughs> is it? Because I would wrong. look. Let me tell you what really? I think Brian and I right. would do. Brian and I would fart in an elevator and go, eh, all right, whatever. And if I did that when I was in my 20s, I'd be pretty shamed by farting. Okay, no, Snowbird in uh, Snowbird 2013. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. No, no. Listen, I I don't think you're dead wrong. I'm just kidding. I but you're what we do do. This is it's just there aren't any uh, walls built up yet. So so Van uh, yeah, just right. has to feel it. So we watch it. But an adult has figured out lots oh. of strategies mm. to hide um, it. We still feel it, but we're oh, like, yeah. like, Oh my God, I'm so ashamed of that. But I, outwardly, I don't care. And- right. Right. And, or like, I'm going to go drink the rest of the night away. Yeah. Right. Like there's a, escapes <laughs> from that kind of pain. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's what, I think that's what's on display. And, and again, when you sent this to me, Scott, I'm thinking, I don't, I don't know those people. I don't know anyone who is, having this, um, they're feeling that way individually. Like, I don't know what, I haven't talked to anyone in that circumstance. Um, and so of course that doesn't mean that's not a lot of people. I just don't know the sense of that because what's very common is the doubling down and the switching up the, the, the reasonings or whatever to keep going. I only know one, like I know one person like this. And so what that, what that tells me that you don't know any personally, I only know one person personally. And I, and it's, it's kind of two people removed anyway that I know them. Um, what that tells me is that there's a whole other conversation to have about what we perceive as a lot of people versus not that many people and how loud they are amplified online versus how they wouldn't be if they didn't have amplification. If we've learned anything over the last few weeks, it's that if somebody gets, a certain person gets banned on Twitter. Suddenly things get real quiet around that person. Um, so, so I don't know. I feel like there's lessons to be learned there and we don't have to talk about that today, but, um, but yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause it doesn't, it isn't, it, it isn't the, um, the scourge, but there are more people with COVID than there are people with QAnon ideas is what I'm saying. For sure. Yeah. Now I do know a QAnon conspirator. Well, mm. um, I don't know anyone who feels shame about it. That's mm. what I don't know, mm. or at least public shame. It's more like, well, now I'm going to double down with another theory, and I'm going to I'm waiting with bated breath to hear what Q has to say about the next thing, right? Like that that's that whole needing to be part of something important, yeah. that whole 
special uh, privileges. I mean, when, when Trump said everybody was special, he, you know, he's an idiot in many ways, but man, is he very good at this, mm-hmm. which is, that's exactly the thing that they get from it. Somebody will get from following the theory, the, the conspiracy theories and going down whatever dark rabbit holes they need to, they're getting special privilege, special information, special attention. Now go back to a little kid who needs, that's what every little kid needs. They need to feel special, important, safe, loved, right? And so all of us have our own jinky version of this, right? But there's a particular version that it's, it gets, um, it it sort of, what is the word? Like it's exposed with things that are more cultish, right? So when we have a lot of history of cults around the world in America, um, various sort of groups that do certain things. And there's, there's principles. It's outlined. It's very obvious. You do it in a particular way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because it meets these human needs in, in ways that are just like nothing else can. Does giving them and structure, so does deep. that give the legitimacy for people when they see a structured uh, you know, sort of thing? Like, uh, how do I mean this? Like I was watching that vow thing on HBO, which is really worth watching and also horrifying, but it was about that um, that group in New York that was like a self-help group, but they had this little sex trafficking thing in it. The girl from Smallville was involved anyway. It's a long, yeah. long, ugly story. But but it what struck me about that was I understood why people were attracted to it because yeah. there was structure to it and there was what seemed to be easy answers to very existential problems. Even if they were difficult in practice, it looked on paper like, oh, of course. And then the, that's what would get people in and seem like the legitimacy was was rendered by this idea that there was structure and meaning. And and others, and, and especially others, powerful right. others. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and just take your basic, like, am I doing this parenting thing right? And then you go to the park and you watch somebody handle their kid in a way that you're like, Ooh, I should adopt that. That seems like the right way. Or conversely, they do something wrong and you're like, no, you know what to reject and what to adopt because you are constantly scanning to see if you're doing okay. And eventually you grow in confidence about what you're doing and blah, 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 or you take a class or whatever. So that's like a really innocuous version of this, but the, I'm, I'm not feeling successful. I'm not okay. Uh, I need to be okay. And I'm accepted maybe for the first time, or I feel, you know, that stuff is like crack. And so to feel like you're part of things. Okay. So that's maybe more of an extreme, like someone's really suffering in life and then they get, um, they get what they need out of, uh, belonging to a movement. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you can take just like your average person who in this case is just like, nah, I hate, I hate Democrats. They're idiots. And you know, sure. Yeah. And, and then you are spoon fed for four straight years Mm -hmm. because of the media you consume that they're, they're like a scourge and they're the worst and they're everywhere and they're out to get you. If any of us listen to that over and over, and there are Democrats listening to that about Republicans, right? Mm -hmm. So you hear it constantly and the power structure is in the hands. That's the irony, right? It's, it was in the hands of the Republicans, Mm -hmm. but then you've got to make bad sections of so you narrow it down till you have one supreme leader we we have a history in our world of many times this occurring this is like history i i got a t-shirt for christmas from the onion that says history sighs and repeats itself 
<laughs> and it is true. This is, it's the formula for this type of thing. And the way it works, the core thing for, for any type of, you know, savior figure is that you've got to basically flood information into the system and then nobody knows what's true or not. Like this is age old. Right. And yet we have a version of it now that is crazy hyper because it's the internet, right? Yeah. But it's no different. It's no different. Why do you think we had departments of, they, it's not called brainwashing. What is it called? Propaganda. Propaganda. Every yeah. country does it. This is like, we know how humans work. So anyway, so now you imagine all this is happening. You're just kind of a normal person, but you're getting more and more ticked off. And, you know, you didn't get your driver's license fast enough. And so you got to blame somebody, right? So you start to just find, here's a great example um, of this sweet grandma. It's one of my client's grandmother's that lives in Portland. And it's just like, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the city that scared her to death. And she just only ingested that Antifa is the, the, the devil and coming to get her and blah, blah, blah. Well, she has a, a little house fire that they catch and, you know, but it burns her kitchen and she is convinced, convinced that it's Antifa trying to get her. Oh, see, I said that yesterday about my plumbing and, uh, boy, howdy, was I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like that right? so this is the other thing what do you do about maybe this is a whole different topic but coincidence is a problem yeah right yes for people coincidence is not evidence but when you i mean but it will feel like evidence and and that's what this comes maybe down to is it feels real it mm-hmm. feels true mm-hmm. someone is saying a thing that you already believe yeah. now they're just extending it extending it and like you're saying it's sort of answers all your existential dread questions, right? Yeah. And it makes you feel like a winner. And it, I mean, it, it checks so many boxes for so many things. And for us to then just be like, you're idiots is so unfair because everyone could be in that same boat if tides were different or the roles were reversed or whatever, right? right. right. And so to be, that's where to me, the compassion is easy to, to find is that to really be honest of like, I don't think I'd be so dumb. But also, if I just only ingested chocolate, I'm going to think there's nothing else in the world but chocolate. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's there's some of that. So, okay, let's take the people, though, the guy you're talking about, I'm assuming it's a guy, who's thinking, I was deceived, I feel stupid, I'm, and, and kind of getting back to this idea of my that my friend said, like, we all make mistakes, right? and yet we do not have it built in our systems that that is normal. Yeah. We act as if it, you know, and, and that's because of that shame piece, right? We're trying to avoid shame so much. That's why kids lie. Yeah. Whenever my kids lie, I'm always like, all right, so you're lying because you don't want to get in trouble. And they're like, yes. So let's talk about the feeling that that feeling of getting in trouble feels like. You really just want to stop the feeling. You want to stop And the it's feeling. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how do you help somebody like that or connect with somebody like that? I mean, I mean, we could talk about deprogramming from a cult people being rescued well, from cults they me, have to go through let me ask you this let me give you this one one thing somebody sent me it was just it was a joke but it really illustrated it to me and it made yeah. but it also made me wonder how the heck you ever get around this so the joke is yeah. two hardcore QAnon people die and they go to heaven they get to the yeah. pearly gates and this is you know kind of your moment of like the sorting hat is right there you know they're gonna tell you where you're going <laughs> and they get up there and, he goes, uh-huh. and they go uh, uh god's there waiting for him and, he, and and these two guys get there and he says, all right, well, before we get you guys situated, do you have any big questions before we get going here? And one guy says, 
yeah, I'd, I'd really like to know who, uh, who was behind the fraud of the 2020 election, who, you know, what happened there. And God goes, well, here's the problem. My son, uh, there was no fraud. It was a legal election. And, uh, the final tally was this, it gives like the electoral numbers and everything. And he says, so yeah, the, the current president of the United States was, was lawfully put there by the people of America in through that process. I'm, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you that. And then the guy just sort of looks blankly for a second and then turns to the other guy and says, this goes up higher than we thought. (laughs) (laughs) So my point with that and why that stuck out to me is um, probably obvious, but that what is the ceiling? I don't know. Mm -hmm. What is the ceiling? If you're truly, truly, really out there and you're sure that everything is just a sign that it's still going on and everything like you'll never you could you could be handed all the ballots yourself and count them yourself and still feel like oh nope somebody snuck some fake ones in here and i'll find them yeah or if you know if if you think that a a former reality tv star is going to be the one guy to stop people from eating babies (laughs) like the baby eating one was really throws me because i'm just like all right well you got any evidence for that like the the pizza shop uh, basement pedophile ring yeah all that stuff like any of those things they all kind of run together now but (laughs) but but when you when you get that deep into it and the person i'm talking about who's so into it right now that there's doesn't seem like there's any turning back she sounds like this person at the pearly gates and i don't know what you do in that case um, well, okay, because here's what we tend to do, and this is what our, how our brains react, right? So we tend to try to give evidence, right? Yeah. So right now on my computer, I am looking at the timeline for how many times Trump has said an election was stolen. Mm. I mean, he, he showed us his cards for years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this has been in the works for years no, now he does claimed, he really he, believe all these elections are stolen he, he might claimed it on his first day in office he said that he, yeah i mean november t- 2012 is the first time it was hit publicly yeah that voting machines were being switched i mean this is just his operating like the story even when he won he'll still allude to right of course because he didn't get the popular vote right? right so he can't because his psychology we won't even touch um but that was coming it's like the most obvious thing. People have been talking about that. Well, like, isn't this the perfect? It's just, it's like such a setup. Mm-hmm. And yet it's confirming instead of evidence, right? So when you go to someone, you go, okay, look at this. They're going to say, yeah, because he's known all along. So there's no way any piece of evidence, you can't convince somebody of something else. Cause here's what actually happens. It, you create the scenario for doubling down because guess what you're doing? You're pointing out, you're attempting to prove them wrong. So where do we, going back to our original shame. So when your little sweet grandson is punching the dog and you guys are like, well, be soft. He sees his badness witnessed. Yeah. That's what just happened. You guys saw it. Yeah. He didn't even know it was bad, yeah. but he can feel it in your voices. So he, now we've got shame. So you take any adult who is not following basic like reality checks or can read something and shift their brain around. None of that is happening. And you come along and go, here is some evidence. What you're doing is saying, please double down and believe even more. So it's very difficult, very difficult to get someone who is already in this place to change their mind about everything. So not that this is possible, but man, if we really had room culturally speaking for someone not, I mean, think about what we've done politically. 
-hmm. We went from presidents have to be perfect and can say nothing or we'll crucify them to Mm -hmm. a president who could say whatever the heck he wanted Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter. And we all lost control of ourselves, (laughs) right? (laughs) Maybe there's a middle, which is like... Maybe there's a nuanced middle I made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, And none of these like false apology bullcrap, but just like a real honest way that there is a way to do something wrong and remedy it. And that was built in to the structure. Now I know I'm asking for a miracle there, but that's, what's tough is that we don't have any room for that change. So the more we try now, again, why am I trying to convince someone like that? And that's maybe a good question to ask. Why, why do I need to convince that person that they're wrong about all of this? Mm -hmm. And uh, so I have this experience with a particular person I know in public, I mean, in person, mm-hmm. um, who is a co- total QAnon housewife. And if you have seen um, Death to 2020, yeah. she is the housewife in that movie. I swear to you. I- <laughs> she was modeled after that. <laughs> See, I've, I haven't seen that because anyway. the reviews on it weren't so oh. good. But, yeah, uh, I, uh, reviews weren't great. But I think part of that is just people were like, I don't want to think about 2020. Yeah, anymore. exactly. It I is a little hard mind. to watch. Yeah. yeah. It is a little hard to watch. But if you could just skip to the housewife. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so this is the person <laughs> I'm talking to. And I know this stuff psychologically. I know I will make her double down if I ask her to defend herself or if I, because what I'm doing is I'm pushing on her shame. I know this, but man, I'm in the middle of this conversation. Like, no, you can't think this thing, these things. And then I had to really stop and ask myself, why do I need her so badly not to think these things? Mm. And it's because it's scary. I was scared. I was scared talking to someone who homeschools her four children about how she views the world. And I thought, Oh no, you can't be their teacher. (laughs) Like I need to rescue somebody. Like it really hit all the right buttons for me that someone needs help and I can't help them. So that's, that's my stuff. Right. So we have this discussion. And then by the end, I realize how unfair this is. First of all, she does not have a degree in anything. She's never written a paper and had to support it with evidence before. I'm expecting her to be at a level she's not. And I'm the first person to confront her ever about these things. Mm-hmm. And I love this talk. Like, mm-hmm. this is fun for me. My job is to talk to people about hard stuff. Mm-hmm. It was so outweighed. It was so unfair. Mm-hmm. So I stopped and I took a deep breath because I needed a deep breath. And I said, I am so sorry. Yeah. I This was not... I'm so used to hard conversations and I, I love politics and I love to debate stuff. And I am coming in here like not, this is not cool of me. So I really did genuinely apologize. And she, she calmed down and I, I just said, you know, I don't even know how we ended it. Obviously it was not, let's talk about it again. It was more like, let's just walk away and see if we can recover. Right. Um, But that's the most obvious example I have of, I, me recognizing my own stuff in that moment and knowing the psychology of how I'm only making this worse, it took a while for it to get through my brain because I have a lot of fear. Like I had a lot of concern. And, mm-hmm. you know, when that's your experience, what do you do with it? Well, if you're not aware of it, you're really going to make the situation worse. Yeah. Um, so it really is love. It's compassion. It's openness that they are going to change. It's not needing them to acknowledge facts. That's what's so hard, right? Because isn't that what we were desperate for them to do is acknowledge some reality or facts? Yeah. I mean, I've learned, uh, you know, in, through parenting that you, it doesn't matter 
we talked a bit about this last week, like, you know, the lessons you get to learn, you got to let your kids also have the chance to do the mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, <clears throat> you do learn over time that even though you've got the facts, like your, uh, but your homework is sitting right there. You said it was over there, you know, whatever simple thing it is, it yes. doesn't matter. They're looking at it on the table. They see it there. They know what you're saying is true and still they're going to resist it. So <clears throat> it's just that, right? Like, it's just that writ large and, and, and it's really hard for people to back down. I know it's hard for me when I'll have some online argument with somebody and, and, and in the end I'll, I'll look at their stuff and go, you know what? They're kind of right. I overreacted or I did this or I did that. And some of the hardest things I've ever done is gone back to those people in a reply and said, you know what? You were totally right. I, I apologize. I shouldn't have said that the way I said it. And it's hard to do it. But then once you do it, it's like you don't have to hold your bladder anymore. You're like, ah, mm-hmm. just let it rip. You just feel better. So there's something to that, too. And if you if your kindness and your willingness to listen and, um, you know, not create a, a, a fact demanding meeting with somebody and instead just to sort of, you know, I care about you no matter what you're doing sort of meeting. Maybe that's enough for them to soften up to come to the table and, and do the hard thing, which is to say, yeah, I've got a little carried away or yeah, I, I don't really believe this or like there's there, there are opportunities there. They're just so hard to see in the thick of it, you know, because you're just like my way or the highway. Oh, really? Because I like my way. I hate the highway, you know. <laughs> Well, and everybody is so, because again, the shame has to be protected at all costs. So everyone's doing it. It's not just the person who is wrong. It's the person also who is, you know, ostensibly right Mm -hmm. is also protecting against shame. It's getting validation, vindication, whatever it might be. Right. So our rising emotion is just information. Why are we so worked up about this? Mm -hmm. And so it's just like stopping and asking yourself that question 90% 90% of the time it's fear, by the way, like yeah. that's the most common. Um, or it's pushing on a button of something that's very old, which is you were never allowed to be right. Yeah. And so it's so important for you to be right. Yeah. Um, I always think too, of just like some folks who this really appeals to any kind of um, strong father figure leader head, right? Like mm-hmm. leader Figurehead is what I meant. Um, leaderhead. 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 It's not. It's I played. Not I, played anyway. I played guitar for them in the late eighties. They were fantastic for a while. Yeah, before. exactly. Yeah. But you know, like that appeal, you've got to sort of get curious about why. Why is that a need you have? Um, and and to and again, you can't psychoanalyze the person you're having a chat with all the time, right? But if you can do it with yourself, at least you might find that um, you know you're a little more introspective, a little more fair-minded as you have some of these these interactions Mm -hmm. and like let people back in i i know that's hard Mm -hmm. i know that's hard because again that's not what they would do for you (laughs) they were not going to let you in and so justice feels really like it's it is a tasty low-hanging fruit um but it really is this like some self-analysis and to recognize we're not that different in this core thing it, yeah. We we don't know how to manage being wrong or being shamed or being told we're not okay or that our ideas are stupid or, you know, whatever they may be. And so, for example, you see, um, I like my shirt that says history size and repeats itself. Everyone has their own interpretation of what that means. So right. it is, <laughs> it spans the, the political spectrum, yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're like, what? 
that I understand because it's neutral enough. Right. right. But you find someone wearing a t-shirt or, you know, posting something that resonates with your brain and you go, yes, I am now more right. I am seen. I am valued. And so when Trump spoke to a particular type of people, he saw them though. He would never, ever really see them. Um, and they felt heard and seen by someone powerful, yeah. maybe for the first time ever. Yeah. I mean, that's intoxicating. Sure. And yeah. it would be for anybody. So, you know, it's, uh, I guess it's just me repeating myself. Do your work. <laughs> yeah, do your own work. That is what it is. Like, I, and, and, and I don't mind that we reinforce that quite often here because it's, that's the key. That's the key to all of it. And the more you do that, the more that permeates and the more your kids do it and the more others around you emulate it. And before you know it, everybody's being more self-inspective and you're not being giant wieners at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we could use a few less giant wieners (laughs) is what I'm saying. Is that your t-shirt? We need a few. Yes. 2021. Uh, Less giant wieners. That's right. (laughs) And it crosses the aisle completely. No political bent. It's just <laughs> it's a purple less shirt. giant wiener. Not red, not blue. There you go. <laughs> well, all right. This is good stuff. I hope people uh, get something out of it. It felt like a good week to do it, given uh, everything that's going on. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's made me think even just now a little bit more about how I want to talk to a particular person when I talk to them again. Like, I just, I need to look at it. Yeah. I need to look at it from this pers- less of a perspective of this is a cornered cat now's the time to make the corner even smaller and make sure she, you know, she really scratches somebody's eyes out. Like not to carry too far with the metaphor, but that is kind of what happens. You know, they don't, they're not just making them more defensive. Isn't going to make anything better. Right. Um, Right. And if this person's like quit their job and like altered their life to follow someone to death, right? Like it's bad. What is rebuilding a life look like if everyone just wants to remind you you're stupid or bad? This person, I it, happen to know, um, I would never use names because I don't want to do that, but I know this person got like it went as far as got to Washington and was going to take part in the uh, in the riots, mm-hmm. but got there a little late in that morning and there were too many people, so they <laughs> gave up. Sorry, riots full. <laughs> riots uh, full. Go do. Uh, Go back to Moose your outside should have told you. <laughs> so what I I see that as a serious bullet dodged and a chance for, you know, whatever. But they don't see it that way, not yet. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's all very weird. But uh, the bottom line is the important thing to remember is uh, we do this every Thursday, so you don't have to. Okay, everybody. All right. Uh, work on your own stuff, of course, as Wendy says. And as always, go check out realsteps.org where you should sign up for their rad program. If you don't know what it is, it's all written there in plain English. If you need it in another language, why, by golly, your browser has a as a translator, so use that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Very good advertising. Yeah, Thank you. Really good advertising. <laughs> this is the best PR you've ever had for that site. Uh, but go yes, check it out. Please join us. It, it starts it, February 1st. Yep. That's coming, so sign up quick. Yep. I was telling people about mom and her stone state, but uh, that she's doing pretty well overall. And uh, yeah. um, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you about that. Oh, it is funny that like her on lots of meds and not orienting to she's on the phone. She said some hilarious things. I know this, the guy that died in a room thing. I also got that when I called her. Um, yeah. So did someone really die in her room? No, I asked. So I asked John to try to confirm all this. And, you know, he, I don't know that he fully knows much, but he, yeah. he seemed, he was basically like, nobody knows where she got this from. She thinks somebody died in the room and she doesn't, and nobody knows why. 
Um, oh. And then the thing with the tumor on her back, that's just because she feels that drain back there. And, yeah. But um, I mean, you're you're stoned and you're out of you don't know what's up. And so, of course, you're like here to get a tumor removed. So it must yeah. be that thing on my back that hurts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. hated Every the call I until yeah. I hated the call until I got her to laugh. And then that somehow told yeah. me, oh, she's all right. She's OK, because she laughs at my dumb jokes and has my entire life. So. So that's a that's a good sign. But then she told me I'm coming home tomorrow, and I went, "No, no, you're not, mom." Oh <laughs> well, and not. I told a really funny joke, and she didn't laugh, so I did not have the oh, same good call. Well, did. you want to test it on us? What was your joke? Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay, so she goes, she's randomly talking about things, and then she says, "I lost twenty pounds," and I go, "Wow, that was one big tumor." <laughs> <laughs> and you laughed she like dead silence and then i hear john like john's trying to laugh like ah. <laughs> i was like i don't think this is a good time to talk because yeah, that was funny <laughs> that is really funny i would have laughed at that i did laugh. anyway all right i don't know what well, she was talking about well, but that, well, hopefully that. we'll get the drugs regulated a little better and we'll have less uh, mom getting her wisdom teeth out conversations you know? indeed uh well until then until next time we speak have a fantastic week and right, keep an too. eye on nick from an hour away we'll see you. i later. will bye now. fun oh. bye all right <laughs> that was a good session i think i like that was. yeah that was a good absolutely. time uh, that's it for the show, everybody. Now, you heard all this today and you went, man, that was a lot of great info. We had science, we had Wendy, we had you know, controversial topics, but handled in a way that I think was uh, professional and well done. Well, you might say, hey, I'd sure like to contribute to that show and help it survive and thrive and float. How about over there at patreon.com slash TMS? That's where you can do it. All the benefits are written right there, so you can go find out what you can get. And that includes every single day pre- and post-show content you don't get any other way. So go check it out, patreon.com slash TMS. And as always, send us your feedback, themorningstream at gmail.com. All right, Brian, I think we're done with the show. If you would like to play a song, I would not object. I will do that. And I wish I would have had more, I would have had more planning. I could have done a uh, cover of Whole Celebrity Spin, but oh well, <laughs> next time. It's all right. Uh, uh, this one's good, though. This one's really good. This is a request from Mrs. Taffy Guy. She says, Hello, Scott and Brian. I found this awesome cover of Hit Me With Your Best Shot. 2020 brought some good and not so good surgeries, new jobs, pandemic, being hit with COVID, just to name a few. In honor of completing 2020 and getting the achievement, I'd like to request this cover of Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Adona. Scott, is it, uh, she says, say this in a French accent. Mm. Scott, is it too early for a really, really tender, crisp fish sandwich, oh or is it too gosh. much hassle? Oh my gosh, I don't even know what to play. So I'm going to play any of the above. I'll I tell you what, I'll, uh, pl- I'll play this since what she requested. Hit me with your best shot. There you go. Oh, look at that. Yeah, well done. You're getting that. Uh, thanks for the entertainment, a.k.a. Uh, Mrs. Taffy Guy, a.k.a. Lois Haley. So this comes to us from the soundtrack to Birds of Prey from last year. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that came out I so much I still got to watch ago. that. What is wrong with me? I haven't seen eh, it yet. You don't eh. like it? Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's all right. Eh. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'd say as good as Wonder Woman. Hmm. Now that is interesting because I've heard many multiple people tell me how that that movie's really good and compared to Woman, Wonder Woman, really, really good. So that's interesting. Really? Okay. Mm. All right. Well. Mm. All right. We'll see. Uh, your mileage may vary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, this is uh, Adona with their cover of Pat Benatar's Hit Me With Your Best Shot. All right. We'll see you guys uh, Saturday for our, uh, we're doing a big play date for oh, our 10-year anniversary. Right. Yeah, play yeah. date. So be yeah. here, 12 p.m. Mountain Time. Frogpants.tv is the link. You can be here live and play with us. Uh, we're looking at things like Among Us and some Jackbox fun and possibly some people in and around the show joining us. But for you guys uh, to be there is the biggest thing. So please be there. We'd love to play with you. That's this weekend, uh, Saturday at noon Mountain Time. All right. That's it for us. We'll see you guys soon. You're the real tough cookie with a long history breaking little hearts like the one of me. That's okay. Let's see how you do Put up your dukes, let's get down to it Hit me with your best shot Why don't you hit me with your best shot Hit me with your best shot show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com oh my chocolate butt got broken even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.